Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Will Manifestor podcast. I'm your host, Katie J. And today we are diving into debt, this scary, shadowy topic that all of us avoid talking about and really owning. And, and, and I say all of us, all of us with debt. Um, and, you know, debt's something that I didn't actually have until around this time last year. It's now September 2021. So when I acquired the van, that is when I took on debt for the first time in my life. And I, when I took it on with the van, I was like, you know, I believe that I can bring in this level of abundance each month and then some. Like, I believe in myself at this point enough to know that I can cover those payments with ease. So I said yes to debt. I was like, I can pay this off over time and live in it and improve it. And if I want to sell it, I'll make money. So that was kind of my first introduction to debt. And then I've had credit cards before, and I think I only maybe didn't pay them off in full once ever before right now, (laughs) or we'll get to that story. But basically, I'm just trying to give you a picture of like, I'm very, very new to debt. In fact, when I applied for a loan for the van, I got turned down by so many different institutions and banks and things because I have baby credit. I have had credit for a long time because my, my, parents were very smart and got good advice and they put my name on their credit card and my brother's names on their on their credit cards so that we would start to get credit history very early on in our lives like very very early on (laughs) babies even but I had never borrowed this much money I've only just had credit card debt that I always pay off and I have a really high credit score because of it. So when I took on the van payment, that was the first time that I really said like, okay, I'll pay this off over time and I'm willing to pay somebody to allow me to do that, right? That is the interest that you're paying on the debt. And I that was chill and that was cool and, and you know, then summer rolls around and I'm in the van having a good time and then I land in Truckee and it's smoky and I need to like get to the coast and I'm traveling a lot and gas costs more in California than it does in other states (laughs) and so my pattern and this is after you know I've been working with Mandy my financial coach for a while long story short I was spending on my credit card and paying it off each month. Like I was paying it off each month, but that was like the pattern. There wasn't any like left over. And I was like, hmm, what's happening here? So I spoke with Mandy about it and she was like, oh, well, you were in summer mode, right? Like you were on summer vacation and you were spending more and that's okay. And now you're in settling and nesting mode and you're calling in more clients and everything that you spent you're worthy of having every like dollar that you spent you were worthy of receiving whatever it was that you spent money on whether it was gas to get to the coast so that you can breathe some fresh air whether it was an airbnb that housed you me (laughs) while i was escaping the smoke 
or it was a trip to Nevada City with my friend Becca, or it was groceries at the natural food store so that I could eat local, healthy, whole, organic food and fuel my body with that. So whatever it was I was spending on, like all of that I'm, I'm worthy of. She helped me to realize. And, you know, I only had like $2,500, maybe $2,700 worth of credit card debt. And none of it has interest on it right now because the payment's not due for, at this point, it's September 12th. It's not due for another 11 days. And I have the money to pay it, right? That's the thing. But that was the pattern. So she was like, break the pattern and like chunk it out, like plan to just pay it off over time and like know that there might be a little bit of interest, but like you can make as many payments as you, as feels good, but like keep money in your account because that feels abundant to you. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that wasn't even like her exact words, but like that is how I interpreted it. And it worked so well for me. And this was maybe like, this was the end of August So it's September 12th when I'm recording this. So within a few weeks, like within three weeks, I had two new people sign up for Ease Retreat. One person who had already signed up for Ease Retreat paid in full. And then two new one-on-one clients. And somebody else joined my breathwork training. And now sitting in my account is enough money to pay off that credit card with ease. (laughs) And it was just so funny how a quick reframe from a loving, non-judgmental mirror. That's what a coach is. That's what Mandy is. That's what my financial coach Mandy is. She is a loving mirror. And she says, look, you were enjoying your summer. That's fine. You know, like, but give your left brain something to chew on and break it up, break it out over time. Just see what that looks like. And then be like, oh, okay. So I could have that paid off in four months if I broke it out like that. Boom. All of a sudden it feels so doable, right? It feels so doable. And it's not this daunting number that just like you're like how do I get it down how do I get it down right it's like no you can call in overflow instead of focusing on the debt you focus on calling in overflow more money more abundance to overflow that debt and get you back to where you want to be so I just wanted to offer that perspective shift because it really really helped me as I was managing a very, no, this is a, like, to me, this is a very small amount of debt, like compared to what I'm looking at with my van, which if you're interested, I think I'm, I still owe like 44,000 on the van, but I am pretty confident that I could sell it for any, like somewhere in the 60, 70, maybe even 80 range after I'm done with it this the with the upgrades that I'm going to do this winter and then next spring. If you're interested, this winter I'm going to upgrade the tires to I'm I'm going to ask the tire guy here in the Tahoe area that I go to what he thinks when it comes to 
the, what tires this thing needs. <laughs> I'm going to trust him. I also want a leveling kit on it. And in the spring, because every single month is something that Mandy has helped me do. And I absolutely love this practice. But every month I set aside like 100, 150, 200, depending on what the thing is. Um, I set aside automatically each month setting aside money for the van um, and for gifts and for Huli and for healthcare and all that good stuff. So in the spring, I plan to put a roof rack and add my solar panels to the roof and then connect that to the goal zero so that it's always connected. So I'm excited to make those upgrades. And I feel like by the time all of that is put in, this vehicle is I mean, it's already home to me. I'm going to have it like a really, really hard time separating from this van. I don't know when that's going to be or if that's going to be or, you know, I might just take it to the grave, <laughs> pass it on to leave it in um, my will to somebody. But hopefully, hopefully love lasts that long. <laughs> So that is the perspective shift on debt that I wanted to offer you. And by the way, I realized I didn't even share with y'all what the question was, <laughs> but here it is. Here is the question. Not enough to pay off all debt at the moment, but enough to meet basic needs. I feel like when you're trying to take care of debt, it can feel overwhelming and it's hard to have an abundant mindset. I notice that when I feel like I lack, I don't end up having enough, and money just goes fast. I've also noticed that when I try to calm that thought of lack, I find enough to take care of things and more. It's just hard to be consistent with that mindset, and it becomes a cycle of feeling like I don't have enough. So I hope that what I already shared covers that, but I feel like maybe there's more that's going to come through. So give me just a second. I'm feeling drawn to when you said, I notice that when I feel like I lack, I don't end up having enough and money just goes fast. I've also noticed that when I try to calm that thought of lack, I find enough to take care of things and more. So I don't usually encourage people to calm the thought of lack until you've listened to that thought of lack. What is that thought telling you? Where do you feel it in your body when that thought shows up? And what is that feeling telling you? If you, want to, if you can personify that feeling in front of you, what does it look like? What's it, its texture and color? How does it hang out in your body? Is it tightening? Is it twisting? Is it a pushing, a pulsing? Is it a weight, a heaviness? And then talk to that feeling of scarcity. Really do the shadow work on this. You can journal on all of this. Those questions that I just asked you about finding where you feel it in the body, you can do that for anything, anything that's troubling you and just journal on it in your handwriting, ideally on a piece of paper separate from your journal so that you can burn it and it's not imprinted in the journal anywhere. It, you can be honest and true and open and just ask that feeling, 
why are you here? What is the message that you bring? And really listen to that thought of lack and what it has to say and maybe who said it to you. And remember that that is your conditioning. And you might need to do some forgiveness work around whoever taught that to you or whatever taught that to you or past versions of yourself that agreed to that and release it, burn it, burn that piece of paper. And then in the future, and maybe come to breath work and have the intention to release that too. <laughs> come to community breath work. <laughs> Send me a DM on Instagram if you want to join. Your first class is free. So do some breath work around this, release it, scream it out, let it go. And then when you notice those thoughts in the future, because you will, remember that they're just thoughts. They're conditioning. And you can again choose to let it go. Again and 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 again until your subconscious mind finally gets it and is retrained to a new belief whether that belief is I get to let this go now or I'm letting this go now or I am this new version of myself now I have a new energetic minimum I think I want to do a whole podcast episode on energetic minimums some of y'all got back to me and said that you did want a podcast episode on my money manifestation practices. I'm going to record that for y'all next week. So stay tuned for that. But back to this conversation on debt. So you said, I've also noticed that when I try to calm the thoughts of lack, so now we have talked about honoring the thoughts of lack, lack because one of the things that my mentor Jen says is like, there's this there's this metaphor around like there's these two wolves, right? Like one is the wolf that's like, you can do it. One's wolf like, no, you can't. You suck, right? And whichever wolf you feed is the one that will win, basically. But that's not exactly true because the wolf that you don't feed is going to be even more ravenous, right? And it's going to want to eat the wolf that you are plumping up for it. So we have to honor both wolves and listen to them, feed both of them in different ways. The shadow wants to be heard. The light wants to be felt. So we now know that we're going to be listening to those thoughts of lack, honoring them, maybe in some sort of journaling ceremony or ritual. And then you're right. When you do that, when you get to that point of self-soothing, reparenting, reprogramming your subconscious mind to believe that you can have everything and more. If you believe I can have just enough, I can have just enough, I can have just enough to pay my bills, then that is what you will continue to have. If you start to believe in overflow, I have more than enough to pay my bills and my credit card statement on time without having to pay interest. I'm not energetically available for that. And yet, if I absolutely, absolutely had to, I'm not going to shame myself because I made the choice to pay for something over time and I'm paying somebody for that service and I appreciate that service. 
just a reframe of debt. So yes, when you believe that you have overflow and that overflow is possible for you, then you'll have more than enough to take care of the things that you need to. And going back to the beginning part of this, not enough to pay off all debt at the moment, but enough to meet basic needs. That's fine. Schedule out based off of your interest rate and how much you're currently making. Schedule out when you plan on paying off your debt. Is it $250 a month? Is it $500 a month? Is it $1,000 a month? Is it $100 a month? Make it really clear and know, okay, if I make it, if I make these payments like this, I'll have this paid off in X amount of months. Give your left brain something to chew on so that you feel safe to call in more money so that you feel safe as a money manager. If you're like, oh, no, I'm not good at managing money. I am not good with numbers. I'm not good with math. Then guess what? You are repelling money. I was telling myself that story for a really long time. My mom is an engineer and she was so quick and good at math and she would do math flashcards with me and I was like, oh, this is so hard for me. It was so hard for me. I had to do math on the paper with my pencil because I was using the numbers to remember patterns like the way I would like move my pencil around the equation in order to solve it I couldn't just do it like with a flashcard, and so I thought that I was bad at math for a really long time and that belief kept me from taking control of my finances and then as soon as I took control of my fi- finances from hiring Mandy I had a portal open up <laughs> and money just flows in she's a money witch and we're gonna have her on the podcast (laughs) anywho this is this is all I hope this is helpful if it's helpful let me know we're at 22 minutes I've been noticing two two a lot lately if this is helpful let me know by sending me an instagram dm or taking a screenshot and sharing to instagram I greatly appreciate it when you do that put it on your story tag me this helps to amplify the impact of this work and I just want to say shout out to Kirsten who every single week does this she takes a screenshot of her listening to this podcast puts it on her story tags me shares something she liked about the episode and it I appreciate you so much so much she is manifesting her way into one of my containers right now and i just want to say shout out sending love sending prayers everybody send some love to kirsten (laughs) all right y'all i hope you have a fantastic week next week i'm gonna keep talking about money um so if you have any questions about money or um want to hear my perspective on anything then please Feel free to reach out on Instagram. Again, I'm there for you. So know that at what manifester is where to find me. Send me your questions. Send me your aha moments. I'm here. I'm in the DMs. Have a good one. See you next time. I love you. I appreciate you. I adore you. Have a fantastic week. <laughs>